Welcome to The Point Podcast. At The Point, we point high school students to Jesus because we believe that Jesus is better than anything else that this world has to offer. We hope that this podcast is an encouragement to you in your walk with Christ, but that it does not replace the time you're already spending with the Lord. Thanks so much for listening, and here's our awesome high school youth pastor, my husband, Justin Kinley. Hey, what's up, students? Happy Thursday to you, man. Hope that you're doing well. So good to see so many of you last night at student night um, and as we gather together to worship the Lord. And uh, man, just an awesome time uh, together. Got to share some big news with you. If you were there, you know. If you missed it, catch it on our Instagram TV. Uh, but man, it was an awesome night last night. And today, we're continuing to walk through Second Kings. I've been loving um, going through Kings, man. The stories in these books have just been incredible of Elijah and now where we've been focusing on Elisha for the last few weeks. And uh, Elisha, uh, here in Second Kings chapter eight, you, you see him involve this woman whom we've already met um, previously back in chapter four. If you remember the Shunammite woman's son, you had the Shunammite woman who was barren. Elisha blesses her. Uh, she ends up having a son. Later on, that son dies, and Elisha raises that son up to life again. And this woman is brought back into the picture here. Elisha goes to the Shunammite woman, and he warns her that a famine is going to fall in the land for seven years, and so. Basically, what he tells her is he tells her, he says, depart with your household and sojourn wherever you can, for the Lord has called for a famine and it will come upon the land for seven years. So, so she goes away and she goes off to um, the Philistine country and she just lives there just trying to make it, just trying to get by for these seven years. But at the end of the seven years, she comes back and she comes to the king of Israel to um, basically appeal for her land and to appeal for all this stuff. And what's interesting is as she comes up, this guy named Gehazi, which if you remember him, he was back in Second Kings chapter 5. This is the man who is a servant of Elisha, and um, but ended up having leprosy because he uh, disobeyed Elisha's command. He was talking with the king, and the king basically says, hey, t- tell me all the stuff that Elisha has done. And listen to what he says here. Um, he says, my king, I'll right, see verse 5, and telling the king Elijah had restored the dead to life, behold, the woman whose son he had rep- restored to life appealed to the kings for her house and for her land. So as soon as Gehazi is starting talking about Elisha and all these awesome things, he says he even raised this dead person back to life. This woman walks in and he says, look, here is this lady and look at what the king does. So, so the king appointed an official for her saying, restore all that was hers together with all the produce of the fields from the day that she left the land until now. So think about that. Think about how awesome that is. She leaves the land for seven years because Elisha told her to. She obeys his word. There's a famine for seven years. She comes back and the king says, hey, restore her everything that she lost while she was gone. Let let her not miss a single grain of, of harvest and of produce from what she missed over the last seven years. It's an amazing picture. And you, you might be like, Justin, um, why does this matter? Like, okay, this is a cool story, awesome story of God's provision, awesome story of God's blessing, but why does this matter? It, it's been really cool to me to look in the book of 2 Kings how the author will put two stories side by side one another that parallel one another. Think about the story we were in yesterday. If you missed yesterday's episode, I'd encourage you to go back and watch that and go back and read that in 2 Kings chapter 7. But there's a time where Elisha says, hey, this is what the word of God says is going to happen. And a servant of the king doesn't believe it. 
right? If you remember this yesterday, he said, look, tomorrow the siege is going to end. The Syrian army siege is going to end and the captain doesn't believe it. And yet when it happens, what, what ends up happening? He literally is trampled at the gate as we talked about yesterday, right? Like he doesn't live. He, he sees the siege end, but he doesn't get to taste the produce and the spoils of it as Elisha tells him in chapter seven. So think about this. He hears the word of God, but he doesn't believe it. And he doesn't believe the word of God. And so ultimately that that cost him his life because of his disobedience to God's word. Yet here, this woman, she hears the word of God. She hears it spoken. There's going to be a famine. She obeys it, even though it's hard. I mean, she picks up her life and she basically changes the course of her year by living in Philistine country for seven years. I mean, it's not an easy thing to do that. But she hears the word of God. She obeys it. And because she obeys the word of God, she is restored and she gets more than even when she left, right? She gets all the stuff for it that she missed out on while she left. And so here again, we see the benefits of obedient, of obeying the word of God and the consequences consequences of disobeying it. And I think it's so cool how, how the author parallels those stories together, right? You have one man's disobedience and the results of that, and then you have this woman's obedience and the results of that. And so I think that the common theme here is, man, we want to be people who obey the word. I want to be people who obey the word of God. And and think about this just as we close to think about how this fits into the bigger context of first and second Kings. Because if you remember all the way back to first Kings, if you remember God tells Solomon, he says, look, for, for your success, it's pretty simple. If you obey the word of God, if you obey the covenant, if you obey the commands, if you obey the Torah, Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, and Deuteronomy, if you obey that, it's going to go well for you in the land that you're living. But if you disobey God's word, it's not going to go well, right? You're going to have famine and drought and curses and strife with other nations and all of these things. And here you see that played out a lot in the context of First and Second Kings. You have pictures of men and women who obey God's word, and you have pictures of men and women who disobey God's word. I want to be someone who is a doer of the word, who who hears the word of God, but then goes out and obeys it because the benefits of that are unavoidable. So I hope that I challenges you. Hope it encourages you. Man, I love you. So good to see you last night. Can't wait to see you this Sunday for Life Groups. We'll see you soon. Thanks so much for listening. The Point is a ministry of First Baptist Church Indian Trail for high school students. We offer Life Groups every Sunday morning at 8, 9.30, and 11 o'clock. And we meet on Wednesday nights at 6.15. For more information, you can go to our church's website at fbcit.org.